give up an hour on your Sunday to come learn some fun things about nutrition. So I am super excited to share with you guys what we have today to talk about. Um, before we get started, for those of you who don't know me, I see a couple of unfamiliar faces. Um, my name is Emily Schneller. I am co-owner at Roof Fitness. I am a fitness instructor as well as a certified nutrition coach. Um, and it is a big passion of mine to help people with their, their nutrition in large part because I saw what chronic disease does. Um, a, a lot of members of my immediate family um, suffer with diabetes specifically, and I didn't want that for myself and I didn't want that for my family. Um, so that is really where my passion for nutrition came from. Um, and we are going to touch on chronic disease today, um, but thank you all for being here. Yeah, um, I am Sarah Waldman Altabello, depending on what social media <laughs> handle you are looking at at the time. Um, I, like Emily, am one of our certified nutrition coaches here. I am also a certified CrossFit instructor. Um, I kind of got into nutrition more from the emotional eating standpoint of it um, and my struggles with uh, self-body image and dealing with all of that and as I got older realizing that nutrition was a part of it and it wasn't just how many hours I spent at the gym um, and my passion for nutrition coaching and nutrition in general comes from trying to, as I call it all the time, trying to help people get off the hamster wheel that I was on um, mentally and emotionally with food. And the more I practice, the more I start to um, view it kind of as Emily does and looking at it from more of a perspective of chronic disease and the science behind it all. Love it. Um, we have the other two nutrition coaches at Rue in the house too, Claire and Renee, if you'll just kind of wave to the group. Um, just wanted you to know who they are. Um, thank you guys for being here. <clears throat> and the question for today, and this may surprise you. <laughs> it's an easy one and a fun one. Just for you. I promise. And we can be quick. So introduce yourself and just tell us what your favorite king cake is. Starting with Haley. Uh, Haley. <laughs> I feel like people are like, this is really like, easy or it's really <laughs> hard. Uh, Haley and it's probably the high dough king cake. Okay. Same. Same answer. <laughs> um, you guys may be surprised that that was the icebreaker question for a nutrition <laughs> seminar. Um, but really it comes from a place of the rest of the country is, you know, into January and that means that they're trying to get things back on track because the holidays are over. And here we are in New Orleans and the holidays are still happening. <laughs> so it can be a real struggle for people to feel in their bodies that they need some sort of plan and that they want to get back on track and that they want to do things that are supportive of their health and their body composition goals. And yet... We are in this season of indulgence still. Um, so that is part of what we're going to talk about today is how to still achieve some health goals and some body composition related goals during the season. 
Yeah, we talk so much about balance and lifestyle changes, but living here, it can be very, very challenging. Um, And I find that it's also just not very motivating. I mean, going in, I mean, getting past the holidays, you're exhausted. You have all the motivation in the world to get back on track or make positive changes for the new year. And you blink and four days later, the king cakes are coming out of all the bakeries and the lines are around the block. Um, And it just becomes really easy to say, I'll worry about it after Mardi Gras. But that just is a snowball effect. Then it's Easter, then it's summer, then it's festival season here. And then it's football again. Yep. Um, Okay. So I want to talk and pose a question to the group here. And we are going to talk about the difference between nutrition methods and nutrition principles. And I'll define kind of what those two things are and the difference. Um, But you guys, raise your hand if you can think of one. What is a method for nutrition? And I won't even say good nutrition. I'll just say nutrition. Controlling the amount of energy that you are taking in. Can anybody think of a method for nutrition? I'll start. Counting calories. Anybody else? Does that spark? Judy. Counting carbs. Yep. Right. Portion size. Portion size. Portion control. Okay. Yep. Anybody else? Macros. Macros. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did a whole seminar on those. Anybody else? What about keto? What about intermittent fasting? What about Weight Watchers? I mean, there's a million of them, right? Okay. Now let's flip the script. Can anybody tell me a nutrition principle? And a nutrition principle is a universal truth here, okay? Things that you can do to think about nutrition, and it's true across the board, no matter what method that you're talking about. Natural versus processed. Okay. Yep. To simplify that, I'll say eat real food, okay? Control the quality of the food that you're putting in your body, okay? There's one other one. Does anybody know what it is, Stacey? Hydration. Mm-mm. I mean, all of these things are important when it comes to nutrition, but I'm talking about specifically food here. Haley? Yeah. So. That's old school. Yeah. So the quality of your food is important and the quantity of your food is important. So while there are a million and one different methods for controlling those things, whether it be keto, paleo, vegan, Weight Watchers, counting calories, and so on. Um, And then controlling the quality, okay? Quality, quantity, that's it. Yeah, quantity is going to directly affect the number on the scale. Mm -hmm. Quality will directly correlate with your health. Yep. Does anybody have any questions about that? So really just two fundamental principles when it comes to nutrition. And I really like this idea of simplifying things because the world of nutrition has become this really chaotic place, right? Mm -hmm. You're always seeing a new study come out. It contradicts the study that just came out before it. And you're like, what the heck am I supposed to do now? Are eggs healthy or not healthy? Are, you know, like, yeah. Um, we're going to talk about something and the woman that developed this, she constantly refers to, um, the idea of it being finding an elegant solution to Mm -hmm. nutrition. And so um, simple for some people can be boring, but elegant elegant kind of implies that it is simple, but it is also interesting. Mm -hmm. 
real food has always been one of my big nutrition philosophies. If you're one of my nutrition clients or if you have done my challenges in the past, you know that a big thing is real food, minimally processed, nutrient-dense food, right? And in the past, I tried to define what real food was, and it turned into a laundry list of eat this, not that, lots of confusion, lots of going into the grocery store and feeling uh, just overwhelmed by all the options and you have to read labels. And it's frustrated. Yes. Um, I still maintain that real food is one of the most important things that you can do because if you're controlling the quality of your food, Almost by default, not always, but almost by default, you're also controlling the quantity because real food has different satiating effects, meaning you can eat real food and feel full and not reach for something, you know, 20 minutes later. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, so everybody understands the difference between nutrition methods and nutrition principles and the idea that if it's simple then that's a good thing, yeah? (laughs) All right, so we are here to talk today about something called the 800 gram challenge. Tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) So the 800 gram challenge was developed by a lady. She has a nutrition company called Optimize Me Nutrition. Her name is E.C. Sinkowski. She is on the CrossFit seminar staff, so like I just got my... CrossFit Level 2 certification, she would be part of that team that travels around the country teaching people how to be CrossFit coaches. Yeah, if you watch any of her, she's done TED Talks and um, any of her videos online, um, especially if she's wearing a sleeveless top, you're like, ooh, yes, girl, you work out. (laughs) She's got some muscle, um, and we like that. So what is the 800-gram challenge, you might ask? The 800 gram challenge is a, it's challenging you or anyone to consume 800 grams of fruits and or vegetables daily. Now, those can be cooked, canned. If they're canned, they need to be drained, frozen or fresh. And it's 800 grams by weight. Okay. So measuring your food. Okay. And we'll talk about kind of ways around that. Um, But again, I really like this because it, it, you know, is a way to simplify the solution in a really simple way, okay? And it doesn't mean that it is simple to execute necessarily, but the idea is simple. Um, You have a question? Okay. Um, And I immediately love the idea of looking at something that says, how can you eat more of this? There is no subtraction involved. We're just looking at fruits and vegetables. Yeah. So can you eat 800 grams of strawberries? Yes. Do you have to eat, do you have to incorporate kale in that 800 gram number? No. You can eat 800 (laughs) grams of boiled potatoes. You probably won't want to do that and you won't want to do it every day. But chances are that is also better than what you are currently eating. And we talked about the two nutrition principles controlling quality. It's hard to argue with fruits and veggies, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but also it addresses the quantity aspect aspect it gives you a target optimal number to reach for every day a lot of times it's not enough to just say eat more because not quantifying how much is optimal um it's just you're not putting as much intention around it and that goes back to what we always have said here about setting goals. One of the kind of three principles of setting a goal is that it has to be specific. And more is not a specific number. Yep. All right. Um, so why? Why the 800-gram challenge? How did E.C. Sinkowski arrive at this elegant solution when it comes to nutrition? She came across a meta-analysis in her graduate studies with nutrition. And a meta-analysis, if you're not familiar, looks at lots of different studies and kind of pulls the commonalities between them, okay? So this particular meta-analysis was looking at 95 studies, and it was particularly looking at fruits and vegetable consumption related to health and chronic disease. And what it found was that at 600 grams a day of fruit and veggie consumption, your risk of cancer dramatically decreases. At 800 grams, every other chronic disease is in that number two. So diabetes, heart disease, um, yeah. cancer. I mean, pretty much every health risk you could name when it comes to disease is covered. So, I mean, that is... That's huge <laughs> and a very simple way to not only get healthy, um, but potentially it has the, the, uh, the potential to also move the needle when it comes to your weight management. And I think that's huge thinking about how it covers everything. If you just go in the store, you look at things that are healthy for your heart and things that are good for this and that. Um, yet all of those things are very processed and here's one thing you can change that will take care of all of those. You may be asking yourself, isn't like 800 grams of strawberries too much sugar? Like, don't I need to be concerned by it with that? There is an epidemic in our country. $60 billion a year is spent in the, the health and diet industry. Fruits and vegetables are not the problem. They're just not. It's the packaged, processed things with a million ingredients. That is the issue here. And that is what we're trying to help people change little by little um, in a simple way. Yeah. Sugar in your fruit is not candy. Right. There's a big difference between a Snickers bar and a tub of strawberries. And at the same time, it gives you the ability to not feel like a bad person or a failure if you do indulge in a piece of king cake during carnival season. Um, if you guys have participated in challenges in the past, you know the eat this, don't eat this kind of list that I've provided in the past. And what I see over and over and over again is people feel a certain sense of lack of self-worth if they stray from that list. They cheat, they feel guilty. And from a psychology aspect of helping people with better nutrition, it's okay to be human. It's okay to have balance. And what I like about this strategy is it's putting the good things first 
and you may not be hungry for other things, but also you don't feel like a failure if you indulge every now and then. Yeah, and we even tweaked the way the challenge worked to try to kind of alleviate that problem. When I first joined, and I know it had been through a few transformations up until that point, um, you either did everything right that day, if you yeah. didn't sleep seven hours or whatever, you would put that you didn't, you weren't compliant with all of the rules. And not that that was a bad thing, but people, two things happened. Either someone would get like a week or 10 days in and then something would happen and they would have to click that they weren't compliant that day and they would just give up. They wouldn't check in for the rest of the six weeks. Or you would have people that were incredibly strict, had wonderful results, and then binged very hard at the end of it. Mm -hmm. The same thing happened at the beginning of the challenge, too. People would binge to start the challenge. There were group texts and Facebook groups about who was, like, hosting what pizzas we were getting (laughs) when the challenge was over. So then we approached it from especially after Emily got certified with precision and then I did as well from a perspective of stacking those habits. Um, So maybe week one was just working on cleaning out your kitchen and then um, working on sleep and you were just adding these things in. But even then people would still have to check in every day. And when they saw that red X for the day, they would get pretty demoralized and you forget that it's, mostly important to just check in um but this kind of takes care of all of that I think um it reminds me of a discussion that I was having last week with a client of mine who is doing sober January and in years past she would get to like maybe day 22 of the month and be successful and then have like a beer at a parade or something and just feel like such a failure. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you went 22 days without a drink. That's huge. So like realizing just a little bit of effort can be a huge step in the right direction, even if you're not perfect. Um, Okay. So how does the 800 gram challenge reduce your risk of chronic disease? So we talk about macronutrients all the time. That's your proteins, your carbs, and your fats. And I haven't seen it as much lately, but I was thinking about it on my way here. There was a really big, I think, craze, kind of a method um, a few years back, IIFYM, if it fits your macros. And you were seeing really ripped athletes eating donuts, but it was okay because it fit their macros. What we are not thinking about that um, is the micronutrients that you're getting through fruits and vegetables, and that is going to be just as important as those macronutrients. So there's, well, micronutrients are going to be vital to those long-term, your long-term health, so fighting all of those chronic diseases, but also your short-term recovery. Um, And a little bit about the triage theory. So um, Bruce Ames came up with the triage theory and that it's that most diseases are caused by micronutrient deficiencies. So your body is going to do what it can to take care of itself. So essentially it's going to keep the vital functions going and not help you progress, if that makes sense. Um, So some things he was able to discover, um, calcium deficiency is associated with chromosome breaks and diabetes. Vitamin D deficiency accounts for 29% of cancer mortality in males um, and strongly associated with colon, breast, pancreatic, and prostate cancer. 
Um, it's also been associated with cardiovascular disease. And then in humans, magnesium deficiency has been associated with colorectal and other cancers, hypertension, osteoporosis, diabetes, and metabolic syndrome. So while that's a lot, controlling macronutrients is, is important for uh, any changes that you want to make with your physical self in terms of how you look and how much you weigh, micronutrients are super important for general health. Yeah, that we think we hear wellness all the time, but what does it mean? And I think your micronutrients... Um, really determine your wellness. Yeah. Okay. So you might be asking yourself, what does 800 grams look like? <laughs> this is um, why you couldn't eat the orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I brought a yeah. visual. I weighed them last night. I don't know if you guys in the back can Beautiful. see it. Thanks. <laughs> um, That's the other thing. Your food is so much prettier. Yeah. <laughs> 800 grams of fruits and vegetables is about six cups. So if you can visualize what a cup looks like, um, it's about six cups. It fits on a standard size dinner plate. These are the dinner plates from my house. Um, and yeah, all I did was weigh the fruits and veggies and I tallied it up on a sticky note, actually on the back of an envelope. It's right here. I'll make a note too <laughs> that Emily weighed and measured the parts you could eat. So yes. she, before we started, had the apple whole. Well, you're not going to eat the core. So she cut it and took the core out. And then measured that. So a clementine, I have two clementines peeled, is about 111 grams. I have a handful of grapes here. That's 101 grams. The apple cord is 171 grams. Okay. A banana is about 130 grams, depending on your, the size of your banana. Um, a bell pepper, this is just half a bell pepper. It's 91 grams. Celery, um, I have, I think it, I just cut up two, maybe three stalks, is 101 grams. And then um, one, two, three, four, five button mushrooms is 100 grams exactly. Um, so is that more or less than you guys think that you're getting in a day? Does anybody think that they're getting that much fruits and veggies and or veggies a day? Heidi. Heidi eats a big salad for lunch every day. I know that. Well, I have a question. If you're doing green, if you're doing your B and G every morning, yes. how many grams would that be? Oh, I love that you asked that question. Why did you mention it? So supplements are great. I'm not, we're actually giving away a thing of our berries and green supplement. Um, if you're not familiar, we sell a berries and green supplement at Rue. It also has a probiotic. It doesn't taste like grass, which is a big selling point. Because <laughs> if you've had green supplements in the past, most of them taste terrible. Um, I love that supplement. I take it. It makes me feel better. It does not count towards your 800 grams, however. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. We eat a lot of vegetables. Yeah. We eat not so much fruit, so we eat a lot of vegetables. Yeah. So uh, the reason for that is you know, the fruits and veggies have been processed. We're talking about whole fruits and veggies. And the reason for that is most people, like A, micronutrients are important and you're getting that with the supplement. But B, you're also, most people also wanna want to control weight management and you're not doing that with the supplement, you know? You might be getting a bunch of um, benefits, but weight control is really derived from chewing, digesting, 
the whole fruit and veggie. Um, so yeah. That and I don't know if anybody picked up, but when we talked about what kinds of fruit and veggies you could eat, we also mentioned that you couldn't have dried yeah. fruits and veggies. Um, who has had the Trader, it doesn't have to be Trader Joe's, but theirs <laughs> is the one I get the most, the packet of dried mangoes. Oh. They're wonderful. <laughs> and while they are not bad, um, you could probably eat 18 of those. Could you sit down and eat 18 mangoes? Probably not. Um, a sweet potato, if I just cooked it and weighed it, probably weighs a lot more than a bag of sweet potato chips. And I mean chips maybe cooked in coconut oil and a little sea salt. Um, those chips are not going to fill me up. I can verify that I can eat an entire bag and it does not fill me up. But that from experience. From experience, it does not fill me up. But that sweet potato, that whole sweet potato that I cooked will. It's very different. Any other questions? Good question, Gina. Yeah, Linda? So the 800 grams raw it can be cooked it can be canned it can be frozen it can be raw like don't overthink it there are some guidelines like make sure you're weighing and measuring the edible portion um some things aren't on the list like if it's commercially fried like the potato chips that sarah mentioned even if the ingredients are just sweet potatoes in coconut oil doesn't count so you can have potatoes but not waffle fries um, and in terms of if you're doing canned, you want to drain them first. You also want to make sure that they're just canned in water and spices. Mm -hmm. uh, any other guidelines? Um, obviously, Sarah just talked about that, but um, they can't be dried. Um, and then like juice doesn't count because you're removing the fiber. It's the same argument that she just gave for the mangoes. Um, you're getting a lot of oranges and a glass of orange juice, like, right. you know, like five oranges. You would never sit down and eat five oranges. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Terry? So, and just to ask, cause I do, like if I make a smoothie and I take a handful of kale and put it in there, that kale don't weigh that to go into the smoothie. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. You are blending the entire fruit. And, so while like juicing it wouldn't count. Okay. Blending it counts because okay. you're consuming the whole thing there. Mm -hmm. okay. you, you bring up a good point, though, and just so you guys know, the satiety effect of drinking your food is different than chewing and eating it. Um, so if you have goals around weight loss, um, definitely try to make sure that you are eating it rather than drinking it. Um, you've got mushroom up there, so we're doing a part of that 800 grams. Mm-hmm. Yep. Grains are not. So corn is out. <clears throat> rice is out. Stuff like that is out. But yeah, legumes are fair game. But if it's cauliflower rice, it counts. Mm -hmm. Got it. <laughs> Nate. So protein is important. Right. I if you, especially if you're one of my nutrition clients, you know that I talk about protein and making sure that you are um, eating enough to support your muscle mass and muscle gain. If that's a goal of yours, um, we are not saying that protein is not important. It's not an aspect of this challenge. Um, yeah. Something I also like and Emily kind of. It made me think of it talking about um, eating your food. A really big thing that 
we have focused on in challenges and that we focus on with our nutrition clients is um, undistracted eating and eating slowly and enjoying your food. I like, I think this helps take care of that. Um, what you want to do is when you're eating, you want to put your body in rest and digest mode. So often we are in fight or flight. We are standing, we are eating in the car, we are, um, maybe we're watching TV or working. scrolling through Facebook or working. Um, when you are in rest and digest mode, your body can digest your food and tell you when it's done. Um, a lot of times you probably feel over full when you've scarfed down your food because your body has not stopped you to tell you it was done. Eating that much food is probably going to take you a little while. Yeah, Consuming 800 grams of fruits and veggies is going to take a lot longer than 800 grams of french fries or whatever other processed food you're eating. Yep. So while it is not the only thing that's important when it comes to nutrition, it is a very important first step. And when we're talking about simplifying things and making things elegant, it is, it's the place to start. And I think having a good starting place is key and something you can be excited about and um, a very specific goal. I find, and I'm sure you do as well, but when you feel like you are doing something very right, when you are regularly getting those 800 grams, you're a lot more likely to make other good decisions. Yeah. It kind of snowballs into other good choices. Judy. Yeah, do you have any, like, tips or tricks about, like, when you're eating out? Obviously, you can't measure it, but, like, you know, going back to old Weight Watchers, a fistful <clears throat> of something equals, you know, so much. Yep. So glad you asked. It's the next thing we had to talk about. <laughs> you, you and it. Gina are just on point with your questions <laughs> and the timing of your questions. Yeah. I love it. So, yes. What if you don't have access to a scale? A, I recommend that you all get a scale because I think that it is, it teaches you a lot um, just to have the experience and the experimental mindset of weighing your food and what that does. Um, however, if you are eating out and you don't have access to a scale, you can absolutely estimate, okay? And what Judy said, a fistful of fruits and veggies with the exception of leafy greens is about a cup okay so six fists is about 800 grams the size of your fist Make sure the, the size of your fist <laughs> depending on your yeah. fist y'all <laughs> okay andre the giant might not count in this scenario maybe just one of those but it really does work though too guys like yesterday when i was weighing everything to bring this visual i kind of just guessed and then put it on the scale, and I was pretty close to 100 grams every time, um, or a little bit more than 100 grams because it's about six. So yeah, it's it's a very effective tool to just use your fists. And I believe that most restaurants you usually get a serving of vegetables when you get a side. Yep. <clears throat> Any other questions? All right, if there are no other questions, um, what are we going to do with this? <laughs> so we are going to do an 800 gram challenge here. 
okay? And it will involve a few different things. It will include two in-body scans. So if you guys aren't aware, we have an in-body machine in that room right there um, that breaks down your body composition. So it looks at your water weight, your muscle mass, your body fat percentage, and it gives you a little printout. And it is a very effective tool for seeing progress with data. Um, so you'll get two of those. Um, and you will get access to a private Facebook group moderated by all four nutrition coaches at Rue. Me, Sarah, Claire, and Renee will all be in there answering questions, helping to inspire you guys and um, provide support in that way. Um, you will get the guidelines of the challenge. So the things that Sarah and I are talking about with like, it can't be dried and juice doesn't count. And um, I heard the question recently, does wine count? No. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you can't have the wine, which is what I love about this. Like, let's explore how it feels to add things rather than restrict so much. Um, you will get access to an app that will give you a daily check-in point to say yes or no I did this or I didn't do this again it's okay if you don't we're just asking for things to be a little bit better and putting a little bit more intentionality around it um, but with the app you will also get um, a recipe every single day that involves fruits and or veggies yeah um, just kind of a note in this we are starting slow yeah we are ramping up to 800 grams a day I did a lot of reading of blogs for people that had done this, and I mean, CrossFit coaches, people that were self-proclaimed foodies and really knowledgeable about what they were putting in their body, and I, one number stuck out. This one woman said she started and she thought she was going to knock it out of the park on day one. She was getting, on average, 297 grams a day. Yeah. So we are not starting super hot out of the gate. If, We're going to ramp up to 800 grams. If you already have lots of fruits and veggies in your diet, like Heidi, by all means, start out with that. But the reason, A, I think it helps to baby step into any new thing. B, it might cause you some digestion distress if you go from like not eating any fruits and veggies to eating a standard everybody's like, oh. the fiber intake will go up and that will change things by so that is not that is not part of the challenge as EC Sinkowski designed it but that is something that Sarah and I have discussed and thought that that was a good idea and something else I, we really think you should play with uh, if if you are already getting that or very close is now the diversity of fruits and vegetables. How many different ones can you get? Mm -hmm. I think this really excites me and um, I'm going to call him out. John, one of my nutrition clients, he kind of reminded me of this idea this week. He's now tracking macros and we were talking about it and I remembered what finally made counting macros not a bear for me to do that I think about with this challenge and that's thinking of it like a puzzle. Where can I fit more in? And the more I think about it as a game, the less it seems stressful and the less it seems like it's not possible. Mm -hmm. um, one of our fitness coaches, Glenn Carenti, if you remember at Rue, he has done the 800 gram challenge and I was talking to him about it and he was saying, you know, it's so cool because now I'm like looking for, okay, what else can I add to this omelet? Or what else can I add to this smoothie? Like what's one more 
vegetable or fruit that I can add to this meal. And again, I think that all of these methods and principles with nutrition are important but at the end of the day the psychology of it plays such a role too and as soon as sometimes people are thinking oh I can't have this the more that you want it and when you flip the script on that and say you have to eat this much or this is the number that you should target and it's adding more it's a whole other story that you're you have in your head when have you ever done a diet or a nutrition challenge where you've gotten to figure out how to eat more of something. It's pretty rare. If you think about all of the things we talked about, like keto and counting carbs and intermittent fasting, you're just limiting certain things. Not that those are bad no. things. They're not. They work. I make recommendations with nutrition clients on maybe you should try this, maybe you should try that. But it's, it's, going to be fun to see what happens when people start thinking about how they can add rather than subtract. And something going into this, I mean, honestly, depending on your goals, you might get through this challenge and feel like it didn't help you get there. If you are someone um, that is trying to gain muscle, you might not see that jump during the 800 gram challenge. But afterwards, you can make other adjustments um, to your diet. But right now, we're just looking at moving. How can we move the needle towards wellness? I just wanted to read a couple of things that people are saying. So people all over the country are doing this challenge, okay? Um, if you search, like, hashtag 800-gram challenge on Instagram, you can see what people are saying. These are some of the things that I read that I loved. Weight loss happened, but the best thing that changed for me were my eating habits. Now I reach for fruits or veggies as a snack instead of processed crap. This has been the most positive experience with food for me after trying lots of diets that didn't work. The 800 gram challenge is the bomb. My training is through the roof. I have zero cravings. If I want to be human and have a drink or a piece of pizza, I don't hate myself after. Hormonally, I feel like a million bucks. I did like that I had to remove some of the unhealthy choices to fit in the fruits and veggies. I plan to continue this way of eating because I feel great. So those are just a few testimonials that I came across that I liked. Um, yeah, and just a reminder, I mean, we are just talking about adding that. Notice that at no point did we say you can't have the sweet potato chips or the dried mango or the king cake. We're yeah. just finding ways to make room for these other good things. Um, and we talk about balance and um, a lifestyle change. And to me, I'm so excited about this because it, as we keep saying, it seems like a very simple way to make that happen. Yep. Okay. So the challenge is going to start January 20th. Okay. So Monday, next Monday, the last day to sign up will be the 17th. The cost with this is less than what we have traditionally charged for a challenge. Um, we are going to charge $57 to do this. If you just do the in-body scans, if you're a member at Rue, that's 40 bucks right there. Value, okay? <clears throat> um, you, again, get two in-body scans, access to the app with recipes, access to the Facebook group moderated by four nutrition um, coaches. Um, 
the person who is most consistent, notice that I didn't say the person who has the best results, the person who is most consistent, and if it's more than one person, there will be a drawing, will get um, three months of nutrition coaching with me. That's a $450 value. Um, any questions, guys? Charlotte. <laughs> Can you give me an example of like a breakfast plate so if you get two cups of fruits and or veggies in each major meal if you're eating breakfast lunch and dinner you've gotten it okay so if you can visualize a cup of grapes it's right here on my plate if you want to come see if you do a cup of grapes and you put half a bell pepper in your omelet there it is, okay, um, for breakfast. If you want to do um, lunch and do like a big salad um, with various fruits and veggies, I don't know if you guys like fruits and salad, but I love fruits and salad, um, you're there, right? And even just as a snack, I have an apple every day. I know that those are roughly, once I've cored them, 150 to 170 grams. I know a grapefruit is over 300. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing about this too, guys, <clears throat> if you've never weighed and measured your food before, sometimes it, it is hard in the beginning as with anything that you're starting that's new. But after a while, you're really, you start to remember, okay, like five mushrooms is a hundred grams and it won't be so hard. I think it takes one week of kind of like figuring it out. And then after that, it's not so bad. Right yeah, I mean, Yeah, again, so that will be more of like the processed, you know, same argument with the supplements and with the dried mango. While we're not saying that you can't have it, that won't count towards your 800 grams. Right. Just because it says plant-based does not mean that it counts. Um, the Impossible Whopper, while it might all be <laughs> vegetables, will not count towards the challenge, even if you eat it without the bun. <laughs> what you got, Nate? I don't suggest just eating this. Um, calorically, it depends on what you're consuming. Like some fruits and veggies are more calorically dense than others. Like avocado is more calorically dense than leafy greens, right? Um, but calorically, this shakes out to be between 200 and 1800 calories a day. So again, you can fit in with other things that you're doing if, you know, you have particular protein needs and goals, like do that. We're not suggesting to go plant-based here. You can do it in hand in hand with a plant-based diet, but that's not what we're suggesting. Um, yeah. If you just add this to what you're already doing, chances are your weight will go up because that's that calories in, calories out, right? Calories are just going up if you just add this to what you're already doing. But the idea is that you will have to remove elsewhere because it's not gonna be super easy to get all this in. Mm -hmm. Calorically though, this isn't a whole lot of calories. How Ashley, how long is the challenge? four weeks. Yep. Four weeks, just four weeks. 
But again, that's what I love about it. Like, you know, how different would it be if you're bringing like celery sticks and hummus to have as a parade snack? Well, and I think yeah, celery and hummus. I think it goes back to it really helps alleviate that binge mentality. Um, so often we eat one, like I eat, say I had a slice of king cake for breakfast. A lot of times people are just going to be like, well, the day is a wash, so I'm going to eat whatever I want now. But instead, if you could think about, well, I ate 800 grams of fruits and veggies and I made all of these other good decisions. So you know what? I'm going to have that piece of king cake and I'm going to enjoy it. Any other questions? All right, guys, we're going to do some raffle prizes. Do we have the... Oh, thank you, Haley. Come on down. Sarah, can you grab just the first one on that stack? Oh, did anybody not get a ticket in the raffle? Just two? Just Amy and Terry? Pull out your tickets. Yeah, where were that in Big money, no whammies. <laughs> All right, the first thing that we are giving away is the berries and greens supplement that we talked about. We sell this at Rue. Um, Nate is fist bumping the air right now because he really likes this. So do I. Um, just a quick little story. The first time I went to Spain, I realized that they don't eat very many vegetables. <laughs> I was with a friend of mine, and I was like, Maria, like, I have to find vegetables because I do not feel well, like, eating all this meat and starch and paella. And she was like, okay. And she found, like, some peppers. And I was like, like, leafy greens. I need some. Okay. So I went to back to Spain this year, and I put some of this supplement in a baby formula dispenser and threw it in my bag and it made all the difference. It has a probiotic. Um. I will say for me, um, I tend to <clears throat> carry stress in a very physical way um, and I feel very bloated and uncomfortable. My stomach gets very sensitive when I'm stressed and I find for me, this has been a huge help. Okay. Um, is there a reason why you had to disguise this? Um, I just didn't want to put the whole thing in my luggage. Oh, I didn't know if maybe like, what is that, like, if they would think Questions about TSA. That's a great idea. Baby formula dispenser is great for, uh, supplements. Huh? A lot of things. Yeah, that's true. I had, I was flying out of LAX for something, and one of my friends had protein powder, like, loose, and we had to wait for all kinds of testing to be done on it. TSA took away coffee one time. Like, not brewed coffee, like a bag of coffee. Yeah, I'll Who knows? Anyway, all right. For the berries and greens, our lucky winner is number 987686. Wow. Woo! Thank you. I know we're all, we all have really close numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there's not enough there. Um, next, we have a perfect portions food scale. Oh, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> this was up there with like the cream cheese and apple king cake. By the way, guys, if you are interested in doing the challenge, food scales range from like 10 bucks to like 40 bucks. 
we don't require anything fancy, okay? So you can get the $10 variety. I think this one was like 20 bucks um, at Bed Bath & Beyond. Um, so you can get it locally. You can order it on Amazon. They're not hard to acquire. And I, I was really hesitant. Like I kind of mentally fought the scale for a really long time. It just seemed like so much work. Um, but it's such a good learning tool. And the idea is that you're not going to do this forever. But um, I remember when I first started counting macros and I started weighing everything, I thought I was getting a very different macronutrient breakdown than I was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. It um, brings a whole new light to what you think that you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> what you think. <laughs> Instagram versus reality. <laughs> The other thing too, guys, um, if you're, I don't know if you like to bake, but to bake quote unquote the right way, it's with like weighing the flour instead of doing like a cup of flour or whatever it is. So this is something that, you know, is useful in your kitchen outside of weighing it, your food for the 800 gram challenge. Yeah, you can use it for other things. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For the food scale, the winner is number 987671. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Renee was so upset. <laughs> you can get it on your way out, Marcus, just so you don't have to step over people. We already have one anyway. And now you have to do the challenge because you have the, the food Yeah, scale. you already have the scale now. You're stuck with us. <laughs> All right, this is a Rubbermaid Freshworks produce saver. So it keeps your produce um, fresher longer, which is relevant Ooh. to our discussion today. Uh. I think Judy shared a meme on social media recently that was like, I wish I was the person that I thought I was when I bought all this produce. <laughs> <laughs> so this way you'll be able to buy a bunch of produce and keep it in your fridge longer. Yeah, I... Um... My husband and I usually do our grocery shopping on Sunday morning, and I we were getting out of bed this morning, and I was like, it's all you. And we, I am starting this week to work on the 800-gram challenge so that I can, as best as possible, help people navigate this and use my own experience to give tools. And he handed me his phone and said, okay, put what you want. And he got it back, and he was like, what is all of this? <laughs> I was like, buckle up. <laughs> For the produce saver, our winner is number 987678. All right, one more thing, guys, before you move, and I'll give this to you, Linda, on your way out. Just for being here, um, we are offering $10 off that $57 price tag. So literally, when you're past the in-body scans, it's $7 to do the challenge. If okay? you remember. If you're a member. Yeah, if you're not a member, in-body scans are $40 a pop, okay? So it's not a lot of money. Um, and there is a lot of value. And there is a lot of benefit to doing hard things with others. So while you can absolutely take this, what you've learned today, and do it on your own, um, I mean, apply it to anything, right? I think the magic of what we do at Rue is the community that we have and how much easier it is to show up when you're excited about who you're showing up with. <laughs> um, so I really encourage you all to participate. I will be sending out a link to sign up to your phone number that you signed um, when you walked in. Um, the price goes up tomorrow when I release it to the public. So just know that. Any questions?
Gina. Gina. Is there another way to track, uh, like for y'all to track us other than the in-body? Because like I can't do the in-body scan. Um. Because I have metal, and it's like I was told y'all told me I couldn't get it done. Yeah. I don't know if people know that. The in-body machines, I mean, the scans are included as part of the, it, they're not a requirement, though. Okay. So if you want to do just, just like, like weight and measurements, okay. that works, too. Yeah, just consistent measurements that you can track from week one to the end of week four. And at the end of the day, too, like, that isn't even the major thing that we're concerned right. about here. It's what is this doing for your health? And what is this, like, psychology experiment of adding things rather than subtracting things, what does that do? Yeah, I think if you are deciding to do it, something that would be really beneficial, and that's just me, day one, how do you feel physically? Did you work out that day? How did your workout feel? How was your sleep the night before? Um, what is your energy like? What is your mood like? And then put it away. And then at the end of it, I would be curious for you to answer those exact same questions. Love that advice. Judy. Is there like any minimum age? I mean, like teenagers can participate in this. As oh, well. absolutely. Because yeah. of health benefits. And encouraged. <laughs> yeah. I'm always looking for way. Luckily, my kids, not all fruits and veggies, but my kids are pretty good with it. I put celery in Vivian's lunch, my two year old's lunch, pretty much every day because she will eat it. And I'm like, okay. Like, I don't care if it's all celery and that's the only vegetable that she's getting. You know what I mean? That's, that's great that she'll eat that. So, yeah. And one thing I just want to touch on going back to the community and being in the Facebook group, the thing I love about it is we are there for not only the days where you succeed and you do really well, but on the days where it feels really challenging, you have a ton of people that are in your corner and are there to give great advice and support and encouragement um, and help you reset and make the next day count. Also, just seeing other people succeed tends to snowball. I know like Sometimes when a world record is set, like a bunch of people come up right behind it and set, you know, beat the world record because it's like, oh, this is possible. Let me work towards it. You know what I mean? So I really, that accountability piece is huge. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Any other questions before we wrap up? Again, thank you so much for everyone being here. Y'all are wonderful. I hope you got some value out of it. So thank you. Cheers. 58 minutes.